Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Judy Moody, Chapter 10. Judy Moody and the... Do you remember what it's called? No, she's half awake. She remembers, but she's half awake. I don't. And the not bummer? Oh, summer. Yeah, she remembers. There it is. Light bulb. All right, we are on Chapter 13. Thrill Adelic. On a perfect summer evening... A week before school started, even when the mosquitoes even the mosquitoes weren't biting, Rocky put on a backyard circus for the Moody's. Rocky was wearing his I Went to Circus camp t-shirt, and Amy sported an I Went to Borny tee. Frank had on a Zombies Are Undead t-shirt. Oh, Frank shouldn't be wearing that because he's a ween, huh? Mm-hmm. For the umpteenth time in the last 10 days, Rocky said, and now before your very eyes, the one and only Judy Moody will be sawed in half. Judy held up her hand with her mood ring, blue-green, relaxed, calm. Is that what blue-green means? No. What it, is... means, it means happy. This book's got it all wrong, huh? Yes. Can I be next, asked Stink. Rocky sawed through the middle of the magic box. Judy screamed, kicking her feet wildly. Rocky pushed the two pieces apart until it looked like Judy had been cut in two. Ta-da, said Rocky. Everybody cheered, clapped, and whistled. Make sure you put make sure you put her back, said Dad. Yes, said Mom. We've only just got home. Oh, because remember they were on vacation. Wow, Rock, that was worth its mega points, said Amy. Rocky pushed the pieces back together. He opened the lid and Judy sat up. In one piece, revealing her handmade eye went on a poop picnic shirt. She climbed out of the box. Don't rub don't rub it in, okay? Just cause you got beat you beat the pants off of me and won the race. Opal smiled, m- uh, motioning Judy over. She whispered to mom and dad, Can I borrow Judy for a few minutes? I promise I'll bring her back in one piece. <laughs> Opal led Judy to the driveway where she handed her a helmet. They hopped on Zeke's black Vespa and she kick-started the engine with a loud vroom. Judy held on to Aunt Opal as they peeled out into the darkness. Are you sure you can drive these? Judy asked. Duh, I drove one of these across the Sahara. How do you think I got Zeke to let me borrow it? Opal zipped through Judy's neighborhood, down the main street, and turned the corner. Pulling alongside the... The Mary Louise Shipman Public Library. She cut the engine. Come on, Aunt Opal whispered after stepping off of the Vespa. She grabbed a package wrapped in newspaper, strapped to the back. We have to be quick. Two stern-looking stone lions flanked the front steps. These guys are way too serious, don't you think? Aunt Opal asked. She unwrapped the newspaper and out came two garbage can hats. Good as new. Wow, you fixed them. Judy cried. She rushed over and placed the hats on the lions. Yep, which means you now have, drum roll please, 10 thrill points for gorilla art. I did it, finally, 
Judy held out her hand. Look, Aunt Opal, my mood ring's purple. Don't tell me. Purple means joyful on top of the world. You purple knew it. excited. <laughs> you know your mood rings, girl. Yep, said Aunt Opal. It's probably a good thing you didn't spend the summer in your room. For sure, an absolute positive. I wouldn't have walked on a tightrope or ridden the scream monster or gone on a scary midnight stakeout or had a poop picnic, Opal added. Judy and Aunt Opal cracked up. Or found Mr. Todd, or been in a car chase, or gotten sawed in half in a circus, or spent the best summer ever Mr. with Todd? you. Yeah, he was in the um, ice cream truck. I think oh. you had just fallen asleep last night. Opal wrapped an arm around Judy as they headed back to the Vespa. I have an idea, said Judy. How about you don't leave tomorrow? How about you live with us? Aunt Opal gave Judy a hug. I can't, but I'm so going to miss you. She told Judy, you know what, though? Next summer, I'm thinking of wrapping the Eiffel Tower in 10,000 scarves. Want to help me? You mean it for real? That would be on top of spaghetti rare, not to mention a gazillion thrill. Suddenly, Judy's eyes grew wide. In a side view mirror of the Vespa, she could see a shaggy shadow figure step out of the woods into a patch of light from the street lamp. Was it? Could it be? Maybe it was just a tall guy with a sweater down to his knees. Or was it? Aunt Opal, Judy whispered urgently, in the mirror. Look, look. Aunt Opal peered into the mirror. I don't see anything. Just leaves and bushes are shaking. Like somebody just cut through there or something. Exactly, Judy whispered. The next morning, Judy heard a toot-toot and looked out the upstairs window. And Dad was sitting, strapping an enormous suitcase on the top of the taxi. Judy raced down the stairs as fast as she could. Everybody was hugging and laughing and crying, and Stink was hanging on to Aunt Opal's leg for dear life. What, they weren't even going to get her out of her room and say goodbye? Is that crazy? She had to run down. I'm never letting go, said Stink. Opal climbed into the cab, and Stink ran over to the Bigfoot statue. Paris, next summer, be there, she said to Judy. Opal leaned out the window, waving madly as the cab moved down the street. I love you. Bye, Aunt Opal called. I love you back. We'll see you next summer. Judy sighed and walked over to the Bigfoot statue. Stink was tapping a sign into the card table. Touch Bigfoot. Fifty cents. Fifty cents to touch a piece of shaggy old carpet? Are you nuts? Mm-hmm. Oh, ahem, <clears throat> cleared her throat. Jim changed for a dollar. Judy turned. It was Jessica Finch on her half-pink bike, the other half was bent and stickers and glue covered the scratches. She held out a she held out a dollar. Stink grabbed it. Sure, thanks for fixing my bike, said Jessica. Yeah, no problem, said Judy. Stink handed over the change. Jessica slowly stuck out her finger and touched Bigfoot. Ew, she laughed. Judy watched as the other kids from the neighborhood came down the street. 50 cents to touch Bigfoot, Judy yelled, waving them over. Hey, this was my idea, said Stink. Aunt Opal says art belongs to everyone. Besides, I have to earn money for the Eiffel Tower. 50 cents a touch, she called even louder. 50 cents a touch, she called even louder this time. For a dollar, Bigfoot will shake your hand. For a hundred dollars, we'll move him into your yard, said Dad. And for a thousand dollars, said Judy, I'll saw, I'll show you the real where the real Bigfoot is. Adorable. Did you like this book? This one was long. You guys, this one, there's usually like 120 pages around. And this one, 
was 186. This is a long one, huh? Yep. Okay, so we're going to add a question to this episode. Do you think we have one, two, three, we have six more Judy Moody books. Do you want to hear, um, what was, what were the options? The Babysitter's Club or what was the other one? Oh, Amelia Bedelia. Do you guys want to hear, do you guys want us to read Amelia Bedelia next? Or do you guys want us to read The Babysitter's Club? And we're not going to read the old Babysitter's Club. Peyton really, really wants to read the new. Comic books. Yeah, the, what are they called? The, um. Babysitter's Club. Yeah, but the comic books are called something. They're called, like, picture motion. Oh, oh man. I don't know. Anyways. I don't know what they're called. But would you guys rather... Comic book. No. It, it's what it is, but it's called... It's called something. Like, at the library, it says what it's called. But anyways. Would you guys rather hear the Babysitter's Club? Or would you rather us read the Babysitter's Club or Amelia Bedelia? Amelia Bedelia is going to go pretty fast. But maybe the Babysitter's Club will, too. The only thing I was thinking about the Babysitter's Club is it's not done. So I'm thinking we'll have to keep, like, redoing it, like, adding more. Like, Mom, when they get more. Yeah. You, you know my um, Lumberjanes book, right? Yeah. Um, I, I read that in, like, half an hour. Oh, the whole book? No kidding. We, maybe we should read Lumberjane books, too. Would you like to do that as well? Yes. Yeah. Cool. I would do anything for Lumberjane books. I love them. Okay, cool. All right, so let us know. Amelia Bedelia or Babysitter's Club? Or Lumberjane. Yeah, but you don't have all the Lumberjane books. We don't have all the Babysitter's Club. Actually, we don't have any of the Babysitter's Club. Okay, you guys better give us an answer now if you want us to read soon. Because guess what? We're almost done. Huh? All right, see you later. Bye. So, Lumberjanes, Babysitters, or Amy and Amy. I mean, <laughs> what? Um, I mean, um, Amelia, Amelia Bedelia. Bedelia. You're, you're just half awake still. <laughs>